0: Hey everyone, I'm Megan Teeth and this is Extra Awesome, a series of bonus episodes from Sorta Awesome designed to bring even more awesome into your life. Today's show features musician Nick Clark, a bassist with the band Prager. Fans of Sorta Awesome will know that Prager allowed us to use the song Strut for the show's music. And today, Nick is going to tell us a little bit about how the band got together. He'll also share his story of going from a semiconductor engineer to a full-time musician in Austin, Texas. He'll also let us in on the most awesome part of playing music full-time. My husband Kyle and I have been huge fans of Nick's for years now. I know that after hearing from him today, you will be too. Let's get right to the show. Hey Awesomes, welcome to the very first ever episode of Extra Awesome. Today, I am so excited to introduce Nick Clark to you. Now, I've known Nick since way back in the early 2000s when he was a defensive end for the Texas State University football team. This was way back in Kyle's football coaching days, and Nick was one of his players. Nick is now part of the band Prager, a band that you listen to every week on Sorta Awesome. So I wanted to invite Nick onto the show so he could give us a little peek inside the life of a full-time musician. Nick, to get things going, I would love for you to give us your five-minute life story, just an overview of who you are, where you've come from, and what you're up to now.
1: Uh for sure. Um so I am and I'll try to stretch this to five minutes okay. as much as I can.
0: <laughs> no worries if it's not five minutes. That's fine.
1: <laughs> but uh I'm from uh, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas, a little uh, on the south side of Fort Worth, I went to a, a little school called Everman High School. And for for you Texas folks, you know football. High school football here in Texas is quite a major thing. So that's right. Uh, so that's what I did growing up. I played from Pee Wee through junior high, high school, and high school. We had some success. We won two state championships, and and uh, you know that was my life. I still had my family was very involved in church. I had to come from a family of singers. Yeah, everybody sang. I sang in the choir a little bit when I was younger, but uh, football kind of superseded that, so yeah. I switched. from... <laughs> <laughs> football
0: can take over your life, as I very
1: well know. <laughs> yeah, so I guess around I-, I took like a year or two of piano lessons when I was like six years old, and then as soon as I was old enough to put on pads at you know second grade, that's where my life went to. So I played football uh, uh, all the way through college. I. After I graduated from high school, I actually got an appointment to go to the Naval Academy to play for the Navy. That's right. And yes. so, um, so I went up there, and I, I did well academically. It's quite a rigid school. Uh, you need a lot of discipline, which you know, growing up in my household, discipline wasn't a wasn't a big change for me. My dad was always quite the disciplinarian, uh-huh. so the rigid lifestyle wasn't. The thing that detoured me—it was actually just being up there in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can relate to that definitely. <laughs> being, you know, being a a lot of the a lot of the athletes that go there uh, usually do a year of a transitionary period at what they call the Naval Academy Preparatory School, which is in Rhode, uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, uh-huh. And so I was there, and ju- you know, uh, June boot camp started in June, I think. Yeah, June. In July and July and August and September were all great, especially for football. It was like 70 degrees oh, outside. Jesus. I had a, I had a good time because 70 degrees is like, you know, awesome football weather here yeah, in Texas. Yeah,
0: definitely. But up,
1: but, up, but up there, it was pretty hot <laughs> for, for them. But once October rolled around, that snow started coming in. I was like, man, I got to get back down to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so I came back down to, to Texas, to Texas State. Uh, university to play football and a football scholarship and played there and had some success there. We won conference uh, once and uh, made it to the game before the national championship for college football, which was a big deal. That
0: was exciting. And, uh, that was a great season. Yep.
1: And then uh, during all this time, I was also, I've always been a big kind of math nerd, math geek. So I was studying math while I was in my undergrad and I graduated in three years. That's right. uh, so I had a a year left on my football scholarship, so I stayed and got my master's in physics. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it
0: seemed like the thing to do at the time. Right, it seemed yeah. like
1: the thing to do at the time. So I was doing my master's in physics and you know, finished football and just kind of hung around for a year, just you know, because I've pretty much been going nonstop since elementary school. So yes. I just took took a year off and and played some music with some friends and. Uh, did that, and I got, actually got a call from Samsung, Samsung Semiconductor, to be a semiconductor engineer for them. So I was, I, uh, I started doing that, and I was doing that for about right around five years, while also still doing music full time. Oh wow! Uh, so yeah, that kind of led to. I guess a a big part of that story. I left that. I got married. Yes. <laughs> I got, I got, I, I got married. I got married about a year and a half into working um, into Samsung, and so that last three three and a half years, my wife was just, you know, it it was a bit rough time wise because I was I'm a pretty focused guy, so when I was at Samsung, I was focused on Samsung. When I came home, I was focused on music and wasn't leaving a whole lot of time for for my wife. Right. And. Yeah. um, so she just, you know, my wife is probably the if I wasn't married to my wife, I probably wouldn't have quit to go full time music. But this whole time she was just encouraging me to, you know, just go for what I love and, you know, go for what I think will be my, you know, my kind of my footprint left here on earth. That's great. And I and I felt more of a I felt more of a tug in helping people through music than I did through you know, making a bunch of money being an engineer. <laughs> that
0: is so fascinating. Um, I, I love that part of your story. Let's just take that and kind of run with it. So yeah. you've met you were you were working full time as an engineer, which I can only imagine took a lot of brain space, a lot of energy. And then yes. you had music that you were so passionate about and wanted to devote your free time to. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. I did not know that your wife was the one who was kind of like cheerleading you on or maybe you yes. pushing you forward yes. to, um, to make that choice to take take the leap and leave behind your corporate world job, what did that transition look like? Did you have some doubts going into it? T- talk to us a little bit about like, what was your thought process as you considered leaving the steady nature of a corporate job, <laughs> <Right>. the predictability, <laughs> I guess, of, of a day job and then doing music full time?
1: Right. So basically, you know, I saw what it was doing to my marriage, which we, you know, we never like got on the rocks or anything cause my wife is, is so understanding, but I, you know, I, I could just see that I needed to make a change to, to give more time into my marriage. And, right. and, and also, you know, I started to be a, um, a mentor to a lot of the, a lot of the younger guys here in town through, through music. And so I just started, you know, a lot of prayer and a lot of studying Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of really a lot of research on, you know, this is kind of the the big say maybe 2010 ish, you know, you could do a lot of research on being an entrepreneur and right. and and starting your own business and especially through through music, there a lot of avenues started to be opening up for for people to you know get licensing deals and yeah and, and gig work and and here in Austin Texas, there's a huge. Uh, kind of corporate bands in where you can make some you know pretty good money for corporate events and yeah. and weddings and that sort of deal, so I just started the research and i you know i I researched all the guys that all of let me see all all the people that I wanted to model my career after I just started reading those books and and following those blogs and you know doing as much research as possible and then some doors started opening up, actually. South by Southwest, which is a big Austin music mm-hmm. festival. South by Southwest 2014, just some opportunities opened up that were just like, okay, Nick, now's the time.
0: <laughs> I love it, <laughs>
1: now, Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is so interesting. I, I as I'm listening to your story, I'm thinking I know why you and Kyle hit it off so wonderfully because Kyle is a big researcher too, and would never uh, yep. <laughs> he would never make a move for anything without doing tons of research first. It's so right. funny because you you don't normally think of musicians being the of the kind of you know temperament to sit down and do a lot of reading and studying before doing something like that. But I love that. I love that you took your analytical engineering side and applied it to right. this whole question of what am I going to do about music in my life? Am I going to make this full time? Can you tell us a little bit about how in the midst of all of this stuff happening, how did you connect with the band Prager? How did Prager kind of come together and come into your life during this time?
1: So during this, so I'd say the, you know, the the biggest driving force in me leaving, well, not leaving, um the biggest driving force in me gaining the confidence to go full time music was my wife. I would say that the second kind of thing. It's just kind of the community of musicians here in Austin, Texas that just kind of, you know, they poured into me, all of their, all their knowledge and, you know, just their wherewithal about how to navigate the music industry. I, I got real lucky in getting in with, with a group of guys that were kind of the top call guys in the city of thousands of musicians. And, you know, through just sitting with them, I was like, man, you know, I'm, I'm in this, You know, I'm in this clique of musicians that are getting a lot of the work in Austin. You know, I I can, you know, I can do this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So these guys came to be Prager. Uh, We just started hanging out on Mondays. You know, we were all all working, working fairly frequently, but it was never a situation to where we actually liked the music that we were playing. More often than not, it was, you know, for, you know, to pay the bills. So we just started to hook up on Mondays. To you know, just to kind of let out some musical frustration and have fun, and people started bringing in original songs to to read through. And uh, there is a guy actually named Brian Donahoe, who's he actually was, is part of a band that's doing really really well now. A band called Snarky Puppy. Okay, and, uh, and they are, you know, I think they're they're up for their second Grammy this year. And uh, he he was one of the founding members of that band, so you know he kind of had the the knowledge to to contact different people for booking and, you know, kind of what it take to get to start a band and start touring. Uh, He kind of took the took the reins and started booking some gigs and and uh, it actually just kind of grew from there
0: awesome. I love it. I love it that you guys were just kind of coming together to work out some things through music and, you know, just the camaraderie of being around other musicians. And then Prager was born. We have gotten so much wonderful feedback, so many great responses on just the little bit of strut that we play for our (laughs) intro music to sort of awesome people love it so much. And I hope that more people have found Prager through the show because, I mean, Kyle and I are huge fans. We have, you know, your CDs and we listen. To a, a lot around the house. It's totally our kind of music, but I hope other people have been able to discover Prager as well. So here you are now, full time musician. I would love to know what does just a day in the life look like for you, or maybe a day in the week. How much are you traveling? how How much are you in Austin? Are you still kind of doing corporate gigs, or do you have a little bit more freedom and control over your schedule? Kind of walk us through, just like give us a peek inside this life of a full time musician. <laughs>
1: Um so I guess in the in the beginning uh when you know when nobody knows you except for the people around town you you end up doing a lot of corporate work you end up doing a lot of weddings right um you know a lot of you know companies for you know parties for companies and that's, you know house parties that thing of that nature sure and then you know hopefully you you meet a you meet a contact that's actually on some uh touring gigs and you know they you know, the uh, opportunity comes up for you to sub or whatever the case may be. And, you know, after they find out that you're a dependable, you know, knowledgeable guy, yeah, uh, you know, the phone just rings and uh, you get to travel more doing, you know, bigger, you know, bigger tour dates with bigger artists. And that's, that's actually what I'm doing now. I've, unfortunately been out of town a lot <laughs> 2016 my wife isn't super happy about that like <laughs> that but, <bet. laughs> but uh, yeah this, yeah this year been to saint martin
0: wow. uh, down in the
1: british virgin islands uh, tortola um, where else did i go saint john
0: Wow, um, that's not a bad way to spend uh, the time, right? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it, yeah, it's it's actually been pretty awesome. Uh,
0: <laughs> I bet, I bet, yeah. Uh,
1: so when I when I am in town, I've I've gotten to a fortunate situation where I'm able to travel a bit more. So when I am in town, I try to keep my schedule as free as I can to spend time with Kelly. Uh, Kelly's my wife, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I try to keep my schedule as free as I can to to spend time with Kelly while I am in town. And then I do, you know, I get to play with, you know, the same guys in Prager uh, that are still in town. I just try to play with those guys as much as possible with uh, while everybody's in town, which is a rarity.
0: Yeah, I bet. Uh,
1: so, yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing. Uh, there's a bunch of admin work, a lot more admin work than I, than I planned on. <laughs> Interesting. You know. Uh, yeah, what does so, that look like? So basically just, you know, people calling for gigs, just scheduling work. If you're if you've grown to be somebody that, you know, those companies and people that are doing weddings and stuff will call, uh, you'd have to be the guy that coordinates getting the band together, getting the sound together, getting the lights together,
0: oh, yeah. getting
1: all the you know, all the power schemes together for the gig. Um, you know, all all of that sort of thing. And I'm also the the worship one of the worship leaders at my church. And mm-hmm. that takes up uh, it takes up a good amount of time also just coordinating there.
0: I bet. Um, I bet. Yeah. So lots of logistics going on behind the scenes.
1: A whole lot of logistics yeah. going on.
0: <laughs> well, I would love to hear, and I know
1: the people that are listening
0: would love to hear just what is the most awesome part of what you're doing with your life right now?
1: The the most awesome by far is is being able to use music to encourage people through whatever they're going to like literally every time I'm up on stage like that's my goal is to hopefully inspire somebody to you know if you know what whatever they whatever they want to do in life I'm hoping that I'm speaking to them through my music and and through that I've been able to you know probably at least maybe two or three times a month like I'll get a phone call or a text message or an email about somebody saying that hey man I just Want to let you know I was at your show and, uh, man, you're, you know, you're playing and you you know, yeah. your, your joyous smile on stage oh, just really yeah. incur- just really encouraged me to, to do something that I really love to do or just encouraged me to think about my job in a different way or right. just encouraged me to, you know, just have more fun in life. So by far, that's, you know, that's why I do this. Um, and that's, you know, luckily that gets to happen every so often.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So it's the kind of connecting with people through music part that yes. is driving a lot of this. Your passion for it right now. Yeah. Um, I really love that. I love that. And you do have quite a contagious smile. So I am sure that <laughs> you get lots of lots of responses about that hey super quick before we go you know i love music so much like i said kyle and i we we are often listening to to progress music to other bands we almost always have music going around our house so one thing i always love to pick the brains a little bit of musicians when i'm talking to them to find out what are you listening to these days nick what when you have just free time and you are just putting on your favorite playlist or you know the the songs that are really speaking to you right now, what are you into these days as far as music goes?
1: Oh, man, such a tough question. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a few uh I'll give you a few difference because okay. you know yeah. a, a lot a lot of musicians are you know all over the place with their sure yes yeah. that in, in, you know it's it's like that with me too. One band that people might not think that I'm into that I got a whole lot into because of my wife is this band called Paramore. Okay. And they're like they're like kind of a pop like punk rock kind of band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, man, I'm I listen to those guys like all the time. And I'm like, especially when I wake up and I'm like cleaning up around the house, and it's just you know the it's a high energy high energy music, and I love those guys. I love that music. Another another band is the Funky Knuckles from Dallas. Love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's a great band name. <laughs> And uh actually they you know we've progress we've toured with them two or three times they're they are you know great friends and it's kind of it's their their music is a little more aggressive and groovier than our music yeah. uh but it's you know it's you know that that style is the fabric that I grew up in, so that's another band that i'm uh, really listen to a lot and then, as far as mainstream as far as people will know i'm I'm still listening to the the artist named D'Angelo. And uh, he came out with the record last year, but it's something that's still been on repeat in my in my iTunes for like a year now. <laughs>
0: that is fantastic. All right. Well, Nick, thank you so much for coming on the show. I just, Kyle and I are always cheering you on from the sidelines. Just so many of the amazing things that you have accomplished in your life so far. So uh, thanks for giving us this little peek into what it is like to quit the day job, to follow your passion, and to be really connected with something in your life that brings you so much joy and that brings joy to the life of others. It's so incredibly awesome. So thank you again, Nick. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Extra Awesome. You can find Nick on Twitter at Physics as well as at progermusic.com. Show notes for today's episode are available at sordaaweshow.com where I've included a video of the studio recording of Progress Song Strut for you to check out. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meg, and you can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Until next time, stay awesome, my friends!